Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Do not be deceived. There are so many people that are worshiping the devil, Baal, Moloch, Satan, Lucifer. And it's not just in the old days, but the readings today are awesome. The first reading and the gospel are perfect. The first reading is Elijah. He's basically the last person who is following the one true, holy, good God. And there are 450 quote unquote prophets following Baal. Child sacrifices, horrific ways of living harming human beings, harming children. And then we have the gospel. It's really important that we know the Bible because history repeats itself. Although right now it almost seems like we're in the same boat. I don't think there's only one Elijah out there. I think there are many, but not many are speaking up. I just saw this video about this drag thing, drag queen thing down in Dallas. A guy dressed up in a tutu and went as a trans something. He's a good guy. He actually mentioned that there were all these Catholic men standing outside praying and they were being attacked and the the police, you know, were actually going after the good people. And pushing them around and telling them to get out of there while they were being physically attacked by these Satan-filled people. I'm telling you, when you do these things, you open up evil into your soul. Let's remember what God, Jesus Christ, said to us. If any of you causes one of these children to sin, it'd be better for you to throw a millstone around your neck. And throw yourself into the sea. This is why we must speak up and must share the truth and do our best to protect the innocent children. And you will find, I've mentioned it before, that online there are so many quote unquote LGBTQ, LMNOP, alphabet soup people who profess to be Christian And are basically telling people, just ignore the Old Testament because it's all about Jesus. And Jesus doesn't really say anything about transgenderism or homosexuality 
Oh, yes, he does. Yes, he does. And he mentioned Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay, but I'm not going to get into that because guess what? We're going to go to the readings today because I think it's really important that we know the Bible so that we can honestly listen to what God is forewarning us about. He's telling us plainly what's going on. Okay. First book of Kings 18, 20 through 39. Ahab sent to all the children of Israel and had the prophets assemble on Mount Carmel. Elijah appealed to all the people and said, how long will you straddle the issue? That's such a great question. And we should all take that to heart. How long will you straddle the issue? How long will you not speak up because you're afraid of being labeled a homophobe, a transphobe, whatever? How long will you straddle this issue? Make a decision and then stick with it and speak it and teach it? Okay, back to the readings. How long will you straddle the issue? If the Lord is God, follow him. If Baal, follow him. The people, however, did not answer him. So Elijah said to the people, I am the only surviving prophet of the Lord, and there are 450 prophets of Baal. Give us two young bulls. Let them choose one, cut it into pieces, and place it on the wood, but start no fire. I shall prepare the other and place it on the wood, but shall start no fire. You shall call on your gods, and I will call on the Lord. The God who answers with fire is God. And all the people answered, Agreed! Elijah then said to the prophets of Baal, Choose one young bull and prepare it first, for there are more of you. Call upon your gods, but do not start the fire. Talking to the young bull that was turned over to them, they prepared it and called on Baal from morning to noon, saying, Answer us, Baal. But there was no sound and no one answering. And they hoped, oops, sorry, they hopped around the altar they had prepared. All right, that was a horrible way to read that. And they hopped around the altar they had prepared. When it was noon, Elijah taunted them. This is great. This is called trolling nowadays. We need to troll the groomers. We need to troll the people that are supporting this. We need to call them out on their ridiculous antics and their evil ways. We should be proud of trolling. Okay, so back to Elijah, who's taunting them. When it was noon, Elijah taunted them. Call louder, for he is a god and maybe meditating, or maybe have retired, or maybe on a journey. Perhaps he is asleep and must be awakened. They called out louder and slashed themselves with swords and spears, as was their custom, until blood gushed over them. Noon passed and they remained in the prophetic state until the time for the offering of the sacrifice. But there was not a sound. No one answered and no one was listening. 
Then Elijah said to all the people, Come here to me. When the people had done so, he had, re he had repaired the altar of the Lord. They, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, people. When he had done so, he prepared the altar of the Lord that they, that had been destroyed. <laughs> sorry. He took 12 stones for the number of tribes of the son of Jacob, to whom the Lord had said, your name shall be Israel. Remember Jacob? There's the good bloodline of Jacob that had two sons. Rachel had two sons, Jacob and Esau. And Esau is the bloodline of Satan, of evil, of Cain. Okay. And Jacob wrestled with God and Jacob had his hip broken and the muscle torn. And that's why the Jews wouldn't eat even the sinew of the animal because of that story. And God gave him a new name, Israel. Just giving you a little history here. All right, let's go back. Then Elijah said to all the people, come here to me. When the people had done so, he repaired the altar of the Lord that had been destroyed. He took 12 stones for the number of the tribes of the son of Jacob, to whom the Lord had said, your name shall be Israel. He built an, honor, he built an altar in honor of the Lord with the stones and made a trench around the altar large enough for two measures of grain. When he had arranged the wood, he cut up the young bull and laid it on the wood. Fill four jars with water, he said, and pour it over the burnt offering and over the wood. Do it again, he said, and they did it again. Do it a third time, he said, and they did it a third time. The water flowed around the altar and the trench was filled with the water. At the time for offering sacrifice, the prophet Elijah came forward and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant and have done all things by your command. Answer me, Lord. Answer me that this people may know that you, Lord, are God, and that you have brought them back to their senses. The Lord's fire came down and consumed the burnt offering, wood, stones, and dust, and it lapped up the water in the trench. Seeing this, all the people fell prostrate and said, The Lord is God. The Lord is God. How incredible is that? And then we go to the gospel, Matthew 5, 17 through 19. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. Amen, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter will pass from the law until all things have taken place. And this is very important, this next part. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments 
will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. We got to speak up, everyone. This reading today should spark courage and truth through the Holy Spirit in your heart. Live the way God wants you to live and tell children and family and friends and co-workers and parents at your kids, you know, baseball games or whoever you meet, speak about this evil. God is lighting a fire on this earth. I believe this Pentecost is a new beginning for God's people because Satan is in our face. We can see it everywhere and it's disgusting and sickening. And there are people out there who agree with us. They're just not speaking because they fall into this this straddling world, right? Well, I can't say anything. I need to be tolerant. I need to be loving. Isn't that what Christianity is all about? No. I mean, it is, but it's not about total tolerance for evil right in front of our face. We have to speak truth with love. We have to meet them where they're at. We're not the judge. That's coming. Jesus is the just judge. He will do the divvying up of who's going to get in heaven and who's going to go to hell. But we have got to teach the commandments and obey the commandments, right? That's our calling. We must be disciples and make disciples. And that means finally standing up, speaking truth, no matter what labels get smacked on you. I'd love it if you guys could Pray for me because I'm going to do a video just like I did with abortion, talking about all of the stuff that is going on now and making sure that I share with people that I used to be one of those people that straddled the fence. I didn't, I didn't purposefully go worship Satan. I just did whatever Satan was telling the world to do because I didn't know God. So in these nine short years, the first few years, I was still living not according to God's commandments. I was learning the faith. And of course, the Holy Spirit was working on my heart and working on my conscience. And I started feeling guilty And then I tried to change and kept falling, change kept falling. I'm trying to do it myself and I kept falling. And that's why I want us to remember, we've got to have our lives rooted in God. We have got to pray and we have got to do our best to call on his strength, to ask the Holy Spirit to give us our heart and our words and our courage. This also attaches to how we're living our lives mind, body, soul, and spirit. We need purpose and meaning behind change in our life. We really do. Because if we just do it for the sake of making ourselves better, which is always part of the plan, it becomes about us. It becomes about our willpower and our desires instead of relying on God and asking for his help and his strength and making offerings to God and talking to him every day. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that tomorrow. As a matter of fact, I will be on Relevant Radio 
Speaking about how, when we think about our mind, body, soul, and spirit, it all has to have that underlying foundation of a relationship with God. Because true transformation only comes from the Holy Spirit. Period. And if we don't have that as part of our plan, if you will, we may not succeed or we might succeed for a while, but it won't be everlasting. Okay, everyone, don't straddle anymore. (laughs) We need as many people as we possibly can to speak up and to pray for intercession of Mary and Jesus And to also witness with our lives, right? Live the commandments, but also teach the commandments. I actually taught little ones my evil ways without even knowing it. Coulda, shoulda, woulda had a millstone around my neck as I'm out partying until all hours of the night and I'm the one closing the bars down with the people that report to me. And I'm swearing like a truck driver in every meeting. I'm guiding and leading these people to do what I do, (laughs) you know? And I didn't even know that it was not godly and that it was actually pretty satanic. We got to think about this. And that's why it's so important to have God the center of our life. And if you haven't gotten into a prayer life, or if you haven't included or based any of this transformation that you're hopefully working on and taking it day by day and not giving up because you had a bad day, oh, well, there it goes. I had a ho-ho or a ding-dong or a Twinkie. No, the next best decision, give it to God Say, I'm sorry, God, I had no willpower. I relied on myself because I didn't make it about you and me sacrificing for you. I made it about me, myself, and I and how much that donut or that ding-dong or ho-ho or Twinkie or Oreo or whatever is in the fridge or the cabinet. I made it all about that because I wanted it so bad that I enslaved myself to my body and the flesh. Makes a difference how we go about our lives because we need God's strength. We need God's words. We need God, period. So today's a new day. I don't know. You're probably listening. I know a few people are listening in Australia and in Singapore. It's almost a new day, but it doesn't mean that you can't be renewed right now. The very next step that you take, do not give up. That's when it becomes sinful. When we give up and throw up our arms and say, eh, I guess I just can't do this. And you know who that is speaking to you? That's Satan because he's fighting against you, relying on God's strength and sharing God, God's love and transformation in your life. He wants you to feel defeated. He wants you to break down and go back to your vices And we've got the power of the Holy Trinity, Mary, St. Joseph, all the saints, our guardian angel. Let's tap into the heavenly army. 
Alrighty, everyone. I love you all. We've got to speak up and fight. Stop straddling. Find something more with God. <laughs> Have a blessed and inspired day.